Welcome to the Ball of My Court Podcast. Coach Ed Spallis here. Kevin Carter over Skype. Mr. Carter, how you doing? How are you doing this morning, sir? It's raining. It's nasty, but I'm doing well. Oh, man. Well, you must be sending that word our way because I'm looking out the window over here. We got sunshine, so. But I'm sure it's oh, coming. Screw you. <laughs> it is. It is coming. So. Uh, well, what it is is when the front when the front pushes through Florida, like the lower part won't get it until later on because the upper part is the part where the big spot of it coming out. No, I'm no meteorologist. I just know it's raining. Well, guess what? I mean, you can get you can get paid to saying all they do is guess what the weather's gonna be like. So you know. Not that hard. We can all do what that guy does on South Park. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, not South Park. Um, but Family Guy. Yes, Family Guy. It's gonna rain. Where the guy just go outside? How's the weather? It's raining, and then walk back in. <laughs> so, yep, another just fantastic Saturday. I know we were supposed to do this podcast here earlier, but uh, nonetheless, we'll go ahead and knock this bad boy out here. So. Uh, yeah, because we tried to do it Thursday, no go. Then, then, then yesterday, no go. And then, <laughs> and then today, I had to wake you up. Hey, man. Then we can go. Third, yeah. Third time is a charm, man. So as long as we get it knocked We'll get out. to it eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, before we get into the show, I want to apologize to our listeners because I said that we was at four years. I got an email saying that we was at five years. <laughs> I saw it. Well, I was going to say that too because I saw it on Facebook that it came through on Facebook that it was actually five years, and right. I was like, "Oh, good lord, five years!" Yeah. So I don't know if my uh, my tea was too strong while I was sipping that sipping that day, but uh, yes, five five years is how long we were doing the podcast. Two thousand fourteen. Yes. So. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> I saw it on. I saw it on. Uh, I saw it on our Facebook thing. And I was like, oh, it's 2014. Like, dang, that's five years. What the heck am I talking about? All right, so let's get this bad boy started. It started with nobody other than LeBron James. LeBron James had a quote earlier in the week saying that this is the wrong franchise if you get affected by distractions. You know, his Lakers right now are 11th in the West, 10th, with a 30-32 and 32 record. Um, they lost the last out of five out of six. Or they, lost, they lost the last five out of six games, including to teams like Atlanta, New Orleans, and Memphis. Uh, they did try to go small against the Bucks because they wanted to put all their four talent on the floor with LeBron James, Ingram, and Kuzma. Um And they ended up losing to the Bucks in a close game. It was close, and then, of course, uh, Milton and and Blesso took over. Blesso, who was in the, he had a new contract extension, running around seventy-four million. I believe. That's how he. That's how he celebrated. So he, he celebrated by getting a victory. So, um, then you got LeBron on posting on Instagram about his milestones, top ten assists and points. Don't get me wrong, it's impressive, but it's kind of wrong time to do when you just lost to Memphis, I believe. And well, the thing, the thing that LeBron needs to understand when he's posting all these achievements and everything he's done and thinking they're big stuff, dude. You played, you've played arguably like maybe a hundred and something more games than the dude. What the heck is going on with him? 
you played a hundred and something more games than dudes that you're beating and you're posting all these accomplishments about. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, it's easy to make all these accomplishments when you played for almost 20 years. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sitting there and watching. It's watch. just going to happen. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's going to happen that you're going to, you're going to pass on these people. And it, and it comes off to me that he just wants to continue to play, to play, to play, to play, to play until he gets all these achievements. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's, he wants to play to win championships and stuff. He wants to play to see his name at the top of all these lists. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Really? Yeah. I'm like, we get why you're playing for so long and why you're doing all this stuff. It's just so you can get your name on these lists to be like, look what I've done, look what I've done, look what I've done. Yeah, it's all about validation. Uh, I misspoke. I forgot they beat the New Orleans Pelicans again at home when they had Anthony Davis. And so, yeah, their last five out of seven. Um, but, yeah, even with all that mess. Good, they, they keep losing for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> so his, his comments, I, I, I just don't get it. It's like the wrong franchise get affected by distractions. But um, as me and Kevin has been on record saying before, you know, there was thoughts about him going to L.A. that this is not a a move to play basketball. This is a move to it, to further his career as far as, like, his media aspirations. And, since and he's went, since he's went to L.A., how many shows have come out that he's been, that he's talking about produced or a part of and everything? Uh-huh. Two, how many movies are going to be coming out that he's going to be a part of? I'm like, this... This is reminiscent of when Shaq went to L.A. Yep. Where we know Shaq went out there so he could be in movies, he could do all this stuff with his rapping and all of this stuff. It, it, it's, it's, it's reminiscent of that, except Shaq went over there and they won. Mm-hmm. This is a guy on the tail end of his career going to L.A. because he knows, hey, I'm about to end this stuff. Let me go ahead and further my everything. And let me do it because my family, so my son can go to a good school and my son can go and play ball or do whatever he wants to do. It, it, it was a family thing. But him going over there saying that this is not a place to have distractions and everything, well, you should have thought about it when you went there because you are the biggest attraction in basketball. So you're going to be the biggest distraction as well in basketball. So you yourself is a distraction. Whenever you go to L.A. because you're going to sit there and you're going to get all this attention, but that's also going to be distracting everybody else. And then when you continuously want to throw people's names out there and put them on the trading block and everything like that, you cause most of the distractions. Exactly. And on top of that, you're in one of the biggest uh, media cities that's in the in the nation right now. So. You know, between them and New York. And, so, and this ain't the this ain't the last place. This ain't the first place he's made distractions at. Exactly. <laughs> so right. We, yeah. we know what's going on. If you can do it in Cleveland, you know you're gonna be doing it in, in L.A. <laughs> so well, he's done it in Miami. Yeah. He's done it in Cleveland. He does it in He does it. He does it in places where the rumors go about. He's done it in New Orleans. He's caused a distraction for them in New Orleans. He caused a distraction for Boston. When all the Kyrie stuff was going on, he causes distractions everywhere because of who he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is the same guy that was 
when he was out for uh, air quotes low management, <laughs> he was he was in the studio with Two Chains, you know, working on a rap album or something, or working on a rap. Dude, song. I, he was working on a rap song. It, 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 it's 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 the Shaq reason is what I call it when people go to L.A. It's that Shaq reason because you want to go and you want to do things, and you know if you go to L.A. And you're already a big star that people are going to be throwing stuff at you to do. I know one thing. My ass is not going to be going to see Space Jam 2. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, listen, this you just used to the classic, but I'm pretty sure, you know, when it comes out on the, I'm not going to go to the movie theaters and watch it, but when it comes out on DVD, yeah, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> but but it, 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 it just comes across is. You were so into Mike's shadow and everything that Mike does that now you want to do a Space Jam too? Mm-hmm. Because Mike did it? I'm like, dude, come on, really? So, looking at their schedule here. Everybody should be like, everybody should be like Mike's Space Jam is the GOAT. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling their schedule here, and it's not too bad that they got remaining. They ain't winning 20 games. They got to win. They got to win twenty straight games to get the fifty wins. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're not getting fifty wins. But no. I know they're behind the Clippers, the Spurs, and the Kings. Kings have been surging. They're playing good ball right now. Spurs yep. is what they are. Clippers, they trade when they trade Tobias Harris and and uh, everybody else. They they was kind of just making that move to they didn't want one didn't want to pay Tobias Harris, and two is kind of like I guess they're just focused on clearing some cap space, so I don't think they're ready to playoffs, but they have been playing good ball here lately, but um, they're, they're, yeah, it's a long road ahead. I mean, they got the Suns the next game and then some of the other, and yeah. Uh, but that's the thing, they've been losing the teams that they shouldn't be losing to. So they're well, losing. They've been, they've just been losing just for just for losing purposes. Just, the Lakers aren't a good basketball team chemistry-wise. Mm-hmm. They're just not. It's because people check themselves out. Once LeBron started naming names, those names started checking out. Yeah. They were like, well, if this dude don't want me to play with him, then why am I going to play with him? Right. But, yeah, then looking further, yeah. into, looking further into March. It's, it's, like getting, it's like getting picked last if you go to the park. That no, yeah, what it seems like. You're like, well, damn, I don't want to play. Hmm. I got Toronto, Detroit, Brooklyn. Yeah, then they, ooh, they got uh Golden State. A few yeah, teams. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Portland. So yeah, I, I yeah, the playoffs is just a real long shot for them. Now, which is cool with me. I'm, I'm real fine with it. I, I, Anytime a Laker team is the playoff is okay with me too, so I'm I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm not I'm gonna cry pity for him. So you know, um, speaking of playoffs, we got last and now speaking of the West, we already talked about the West a little bit. So um, you got, like I said, the Clippers, Spurs, and the Kings. Um, who do you think making that last spot? Well, the Clippers, Spurs, and Kings. Let's see. If the Kings keep playing the way they're playing, I think the Kings will make it. Yeah, I like their talent, man. They're 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 and they're all together. young. It's a young base. To, oh yeah, they 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 definitely got some talent. Yeah, they're uh thirty, thirty one, thirty one. 
I know they've been on a three-game losing streak lately, but now nah, they got the 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 Nets coming in. Um, so that's another game for There's them. There's a cure all for you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the Knicks has been playing good ball lately, bro. Which y'all don't understand. You know, you're trying to get Zion or I know the whole tank and then change the whole lottery system and stuff like that. So you're really not guaranteed number one pick as you usually are as you would in the past. But um but yeah, I'm I'm looking at the score. I want them to change that though. I want them to go, look, whoever has the crappiest record gets the first pick. And then I want to see who can tank the best. <laughs> Just all tank strategies, huh? <laughs> yeah, screw the lottery thing. Because the lottery, you can tank, but you're like, okay, it's not really going to give us. But if you if you go look, if you have the crappiest record, you get it. I want to see guys seeing ball boys out there to play basketball. That's what that's what I want to see. If you're going to tank, tank right. <laughs> play play a whole starting five of nothing but white dudes oh, from man. America. So here's the crazy part, because like I said, a lot of your eyes unchanged. So you got Phoenix, New York, Cleveland at the top. And they all have a 14% chance of getting the number one pick. So one through three, no matter where your record's at, you still have a good shot of getting the number one pick. Fourth pick goes down to 12.5%, 10.5% for the fifth pick, 9, 9% for the sixth pick, and then 7% for the seventh pick. Eighth pick got a 6% chance of getting the number one pick. So, like, you have a really good shot from eighth and up to really get a good pick that the odds doesn't change. So, um, so it's yeah, not, it's, it's not tanking anymore. It, 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 I'm telling you, if y'all want to see tanking, make it the word crappiest persons get the first pick. Don't put it in this lottery stuff. Then we'll see some tanking. <laughs> Man, they be, hey, you seen a mascot. They be driving out in the bit. Yeah, you'll see the mascot not even jumping off the trampolines trying to play ball. It, it, it'll be it, like I said. You see a whole white starting five, and none of them are foreign. <laughs> that's when. That's, that's when you know you're in trouble. So you got people be bringing random dudes out of retirement, being like, "You want to play?" Yeah. So I got I got the Spurs making it. The Spurs and the Kings making it. The last two spots. I just think the Clippers gonna fizzle out there. And the Lakers is just going to just buy exactly. And then Minnesota is just Carmine Towns from nobody else. I mean, uh, Carmine Towns in the overtime game, I think he dropped like around 35, 40 some points. And he was like, the next guy behind him was like with 15 points. I don't know what happened to Andrew Wiggins. He just fell off. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's, I think it's, Andrew don't want to be there. But it's just this man carrying his team. I mean, <laughs> Derrick Rose has probably been their second best player at sometimes. <laughs> which is, which you're like, Derrick, well, Derrick Rose has had a good year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's considered doing stuff. He's, he's had a real good year. Yeah, it's not against Derrick Rose. It's just, you want to town with Carvany Towns and Andrew Wiggins, Jeff Teague. You got no some, one's supposed to say Derrick Rose is the next best player. Exactly. You got some talent in this team, <laughs> and you shouldn't. Yeah. So I, I don't know why this team is losing this bad here. I guess they just kind of sell for the one playoff bird that they got last year, and that. Well, was, after all that, after, after all that Jimmy Butler stuff and yeah. everything, it just it set them back, and they they just never recovered from it. Yeah, makes sense. 
that's what happens. That's what happens when you have something like that go on. It just distracts you too much, and you just people don't want to carry on after that. Yep. In the East, you got Detroit Pistons seven, Charlotte Horns at eight, Orlando Magic nine, and Miami Heat at ten. Oh, look at you! Look at you get that little that little that little boost in your voice when you're like <laughs> Mag- Magic during playoff hunt. <laughs> uh what do you think about the East playoffs here? Because you got Brooklyn, who's thirty-two and thirty-two, and their schedule is tough coming up. A lot of people think they can slide out. They probably can. It just depends on who gets hot at the right time. So and how everything goes. The Orlando's playing. Orlando's all group arguably playing better than anybody that's down there. Yeah. They're playing. They're probably playing the best ball out of all of them, besides Brooklyn. But they've they've definitely been been impressive over the last little bit. Orlando or Miami can't figure itself out. One day they want to be real good, the other day they want to be crappy. Or they're a team from half to half. One half they want to be excellent and go up by twenty points. The next half they're like, screw it, we don't want to play anymore. So check this out, Brooklyn. They got y'all tonight. The Heat. And but in March they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on the road, and it's including the Thunder, Jazz, Clippers, Kings, Lakers, Portland Trail. Oh yeah, they got a brutal. Yeah, they got schedule coming up. Yeah, so that's why I said they they could slide out. <laughs> but y'all, um, but, but Orlando has been playing well. Orlando, like I said, Orlando's probably playing the best ball out of everybody in that lower section right now. On the flip side, Orlando's got an easy schedule to close the season. They've got the third easiest schedule to close the season. Um, so, yeah, Orlando's been – they. so the thing about Orlando, they, they're winning games that they shouldn't, and they're losing games that they shouldn't. <laughs> like, how in the world do you – You lost to the Bulls. <laughs> you lost to the Bulls and the Knicks, and then you turn around it and then – you beat the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> you beat the Warriors and the Raptors. Yeah. Orlando, yeah. listen, Orlando is one of the most confusing teams. Like someone put it on uh, on their podcast yesterday for uh, Jalen Jacoby show. Orlando is like the best, worst team in the playoffs <laughs> that's remaining because they're beating all these good teams, but they lose to all these teams that they have no business losing to. Don't tell me nothing. I'm a Heat fan. It's yeah, the same so thing. you you know it's, they're clones. They are clones of each other. They're like, oh, we're gonna go and beat Golden State, and then then we're gonna lose to somebody. We, we're gonna lose to Phoenix. It's just a sign of a of a uh, 500 ball club. It's what is it's what just, it is. It's signs of it's signs of teams with just enough talent to get you over the hump but not enough talent to be consistent on a daily basis. Right. It's that the teams have talent. They just don't, they don't have, I don't know whether it's mental or it's just youth or whatever it is, but they just don't have that mentality to bring that kind of thing every night. And I know it's a long and grueling schedule, but if you know you're in the midst of a playoff hunt, everything you have to, to want it. Exactly. And it's like sometimes half of them don't even want to be there and play it. So listen to this. This is Orlando's schedule coming up in the middle of March. <laughs> the Grizzlies, 
the Wizards, the Cavs, the Hawks, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, 76ers, and then Miami Heat. So like and you lose to like five of them. For some odd reason. And then and these 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 should be winnable games. Like that you whole stretch Philly. right there should be winnable games. You beat you beat Philly, who you shouldn't beat. Right. But then you'll lose to like the Grizzlies once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody else. For some and, odd so reason. That's the way it's been for both of our teams this year. They 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 make you go, all right, yeah, and then you go, why? <laughs> exactly. I think they make it. I, I do think Orlando do make the playoffs. Um, I think Brooklyn slides out. Um, so I got Detroit, Orlando, and Miami sneaking in there. Probably with the Hornets falling out too. Yeah, the Hornets got a tough schedule ending too, but. I'm looking at Brooklyn's schedule, man, and it's rough. If they can pull out some of these wins, um, Brooklyn got all the got all the easiness out of the way early. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're on a two game losing streak, and then of course they're going against the Heat, who's been hot and cold. They was playing a good game against the Rockets, and then James Harden went off. They beat the Rockets by twenty seven points. And then even with Harden scoring twenty five in the first half, they were up by twenty points. I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing? Yeah, I thought y'all had that game won, and then. I and then they just, but they just fold. It's like, it's like the youth that they have and everything. It just fold. I would have gave up anything to be able to go back in time, trade for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> just have him on I'd the team. Yeah. Anything, I'd have gave anything to go back because he would have been perfect for having him right now. Yeah, he fits whatever y'all trying to do, man. <laughs> just got a dog in him and whatnot. Yeah, he fits what y'all what y'all would do. But dude, I watched the tail end of the Golden State game when we were up on Golden State by like twenty something. Yeah, talk about and that. Here game. come Golden State pouring back, and then he that freaking game winner. I was like, look <laughs> at I watched. I was like, what in the world? I said, how? How? When Dwayne comes down, drills the three to put it in a one point game. And then as soon as Durant misses that first one, I was like, uh-oh, they're going to tie this game up. I was like, they got enough time to go down, tie it up, or do whatever, and take it into overtime. And then he goes to shoot the three, he gets blocked. I'm like, damn, there's the game. And then he shoves it. I'm like, did he get it off in time? And everybody's just freaking out. I'm like, this son of a bitch, and it's cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What's up with the cornrows now, man? He just like going to a midlife crisis. He's ready. Here's a crazy stat. He is one block away from tying Michael Jordan with the most blocks ever by a guard. Oh, wow. Yep. So he is two blocks away from beating Michael Jordan as the most blocks ever by a guard. You got a lot of time to do it. <laughs> got the rest of this year. Yeah. I think he'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah, but I say, yeah, he, he should be able to get that. Um, you need to get a poster with him on that, man. I, I there was like some photo shoots of him doing on the stand. I was like, man, Kevin got to get a poster of this. Well, that was that. Uh, that was that. Uh, well, LeBron did it before after hitting the game winner mm-hmm. there too. But that's not that. That, that's not your place jumping up on those. Nothing, LeBron. Get off the podium. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. his that's, podium. That's way, yeah. Now, that, that, yeah. <laughs> nah, they had took a photo, and I was like, 
That's a nice photo if I like the heat. I'll just send that to Kevin. <laughs> I think that'd be a nice yeah, little I, photo for him. You, I think you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Because he went running around, running around, running around, and jumped up on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't believe it. It was wild, man. So. He's got cornrows. That's the only bad thing about that photo. Well, listen, I know it was probably a great feeling to show up to my bandwagon Warriors fans, so. Um, oh, well, you know it. And then, and then y'all got to do it the next uh, one. They, they didn't have the uh, trip to Sunshine State that they wanted to plan, huh? Hang out at the beach and then go to Disney World and ah, 2 and 0. Nah, 0 and 2. Uh, I literally, I literally went to the Magic game and I saw a guy with his Warriors hat with the tag still on it. So I mean, he could take it back after. I, I kid you not. I was trying to take a picture. And he cut off and went to the lower ball. I was like, Ah! <laughs> I want to expose you. <laughs> the thing, the thing, the thing that got me about them was that. Kerr had the audacity to be like, oh, we're about to play two of the bottom of the East teams. Let me go ahead and rest people. Yeah. Not get, not giving the, the two teams that he was about to play the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. So he was like, let me go ahead and rest people. Well, that cost him. Yeah. Because he rested Steph against us and KD against y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, have fun with that. Yep. That's why I say, yep, we'll, we'll take it. And, um, I'm sitting there watching and, and being... Yeah, like we're talking, we're talking about poor them. They still were able to send out four or all, five All-Stars in the starting lineup. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because all they do is put equal dollar in and just move people around. So you're still putting in five All-Stars. Their bench is bad, though. Their bench... Like, I, get out of here. You didn't realize it, but their bench is really bad. I, I really don't watch many Golden State games because I don't stay... Well, up. the only guy they got coming off the bench is freaking equal dollar. Yeah. Like some of these guys, you, they had come off the bench, yeah. like McKinney and Bell is like, ooh, they, they really got to stagger their lineups in the playoffs. I know they shorten their rotation and stuff like that. And it really don't matter. They got all the all-stars. But they're going to hit some dry spells like they did against the Heat in, uh, in Orlando. Well, they, some of these better what teams. they did was they messed up when they didn't, re- uh, when they didn't uh, let McGee back, when they didn't bring McGee back. Mm-hmm. And I know you got cousins now and everything, but – you still need somebody off the bench, especially when Cousins hasn't been hasn't played a lot. Yeah. I know he's starting to get his win now, but he he hasn't played a lot. Yeah. He fits in with him nicely. That was that, that was a sick pickup for him. Oh yeah, nah, and uh, he he's playing good ball. I know he went cold at the end of the game playing against the match, but yeah, he's playing he's playing great ball. So yeah, he just gets he just gets tired. He still hasn't got fully invested back into the season yet. But by the end of it, he should be full go for the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, God, they're so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are good, man. I'm sitting in the maze because that was my first time actually, like, watching Curry in a long time. And watch him operate. I know he missed a lot of shots, but the way that he's able to go get his shot and get the ball and cut around screen. The way he gets himself open. Yeah. But I will say I will say this: there's a lot of illegal screens too. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Yeah, half the stuff. Is just, yeah, it's the, the the rule book in the NBA has been basically cut in half. Or they just tell the refs, "Look here, you need to let stuff go because we want the game to be more entertaining. So you need to just let stuff go." 
Yeah, they're dust on the yeah. books. I don't know. They don't play. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's keep moving. I know we'll we'll the closer we get, we'll talk more about these playoffs because it's it's interesting because well, our teams are involved in it. So, uh, James Harden, man, is his his consecutive streak of thirty points per game has ended at thirty. Uh, at 32 against the Hawks. Did you see the game? Yes, where they all went up to him to make sure he didn't get up a shot. <laughs> three people. Just <laughs> him. It's like, you're not going to get these points, bro. You're not going to get... And of course, you're not getting two more points. And then, no. and then, of course, your poor Heat had to watch him pour in 52-some points that night. So it's just like, okay, well, I guess he was... Wanted to start a new streak. But anyways. This shows, this shows you how how reliant they are upon him. If he wouldn't have done that against the Heat, they were going to get wore out. Yeah. And, but that's how reliant that team is upon him. Is He's all they got. Chris Paul did some in every once in a while, but he's the only thing that that team has. So I, I guess – with, with James and that is, listen, he he's a talented player. I just watching him playing and it's just ISO ball. It's just it's not fun to me, man. I guess I guess in a way it is impressive how he getting his points and stuff like that. He had a streak going where it was like um, none assisted points for a long time. Um, so and that stuff to get the buckets, it is impressive. But to watch it on TV and if you're a Rockets fan, I know you gotta be be like. But in this in this day and age, in this day and age, it's not really impressive to me because I think there are other guys that can do the same exact thing he's done. Yeah, and get to these thirty point games if they want to, because the way the game is today, you can't come up and press. You can't. You can't. They're walking the ball down the way these guys shoot the ball. They take three steps over half court. They're already in range, so they're firing, and there ain't nobody. There ain't nobody next to them, and it's just. It's the way the game is being played now. And I'll make, I'll make this example. For the all, we're watching the All-Star game. Used to, when you watched the All-Star game, what did everybody do? Everybody dunked. Yeah. Like, that was all they did during the All-Star game, was everybody dunked. Now, what does everybody do? They set a record, for God's sake, of shooting three-pointers. <laughs> everybody was shooting threes, man. Every, everyone shot a three-pointer. Everyone, except Ben Simmons. <laughs> but every other person that was there shot a three-pointer. <laughs> it's, it's just the game, the game to me has just become... I, I, I don't like it as much as I liked it before for that reason. If you want to implement a rule saying, hey, we can go back to hand-checking and all that stuff, okay, make this interesting. If they want to shoot three-pointers, make it interesting. Yeah. Put the hand-checking rule back in. Let people get in people's space. Because now people can't even get in people's space because when they take a jump shot, they'll call you, oh, you're in their bubble. Yep. Like, come on. You got to give them space when they shoot just, the ball, too. Exactly. The one time, the one time I saw James Harden really struggle is I forgot who they were playing, but the kid was in his grill the whole entire time, and James couldn't even get a shot off because the dude was in his bubble without touching him. Yeah, he just would get within a foot of him, 
And James couldn't do anything because he's not used to having a guy that's up in his face. And I've been saying that for it was Corey Brewer. Ah, okay. Corey. Corey got all in his mug. And he couldn't do anything with it. But then, of course, they would call these weird, stupid fouls on Brewer when he didn't even do anything. But that's how you have – but if they can implement the rules to where you played it like you did before, these guys wouldn't be doing what they're doing now. Oh, yeah. Mind you, Curry could probably do what Ray Allen did and run you to death and get open for a shot. But Harden Harden plays too much ISO ball, and I don't think he would succeed in a – as much as he's doing now in a league where you can hand check and everything like that. If things were played like it was back in the day, some of these guys would be in for a rude awakening. They know they couldn't rely on their three pointers and jump shots and all that stuff like that. And hold on while we're talking, we are talking about this to that idiot on Twitter who said LeBron James was a better three point shooter than Larry Bird. This guy needed to be slapped in the face <laughs> by everyone who even commented upon his Twitter hand. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> he said LeBron's made a thousand more three-pointers because so that makes him better than Larry Bird. LeBron's also taking 3,000 more three-pointers than Larry Bird did in his whole career. It's a different game back then, man. Now think about that. Now think about that. Larry Bird was considered. Larry Bird at one time was considered the best player in all of basketball. Oh yeah, I and did. he only took. And we say he's one of the greatest shooters ever. He only took a thousand and something three pointers in his whole career. Guys are taking a thousand three pointers in a year and a half now. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. No, nah, I, I, I figured you'd get a good laugh. I was like, yeah, this guy's. Oh, no, you knew better than to tag me in yeah, that. Yeah, guy's on mushrooms. And then, that dude was, and then that dude was calling me old head and everything like that. I said, no, I've seen people shoot a basketball. And I know who can shoot a basketball and who can't shoot a basketball. <laughs> Game online with a three-point shot to tell you who you think I'm choosing. I'm choosing Larry Bird. I'm sure you are, too, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving. I mean, I'm sure I'm a lot of Larry Bird, Ray Allen, Allen, Reggie Miller. Yeah, I'm, I'm too, giving Steph Curry. I'm giving those guys a three pointer. If I even think about giving LeBron a three pointer, exactly. yeah, I'm I'm good on that. So, um, LeBron, LeBron's about thirtieth on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one word described the Atlanta Chicago uh, quadruple overtime game last night. Uh, Trey Young. <laughs> is he really making that uh, push for uh, Doncic Rookie of the Year, man? I'm telling you, man. What did I say? Don't let no Southern Summer League shenanigans take your opinion off of how good this kid is. Yeah. I said this kid was going to be special. This kid was going to be good, and I would have drafted him in a heartbeat. I wanted my team to draft him. I wanted my team to draft him. That's what I said. I said, if y'all would have got him, boy, he's good. He is good. And all that stuff he was taking from the summer league, I said, boy, y'all going to regret this? Mm-hmm. I said, y'all need to leave that man alone. And I he, said, because that boy is going to be good, and he is. It wasn't just this game either. It's like the last few weeks after All-Star break. He's been balling, he's been man. Playing. 
Yeah. He has been playing well. He's coming into his own. It's like his rookie ball was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he's like, okay, I'm comfortable. Now let's go. Get that man sword. He he's good. But let's talk about what Vince Carter did the other night at 41 years old. Oh. <laughs> hey. You can tell, though, they had a little side-by-side him in his 20s where he slammed dunk it. He's like... Yeah, he's older now. But it was impressive. Don't get me wrong. It's still what he's oh, doing. He's still, he thought about dunking it. Yeah. He, he's like, this, this big dude's in my way. Let me just hang for a little bit. Someone need to check on Vince Carter, by the way, because he played a lot of minutes in his overtime game. I think he played like 45 minutes in this OT game. Oh, man. He's <laughs> how to be He's probably in the hyperbolic chamber right now. <laughs> just kidding. When anybody, whenever, when anybody ever asks me, who is the closest thing that I would ever compare to Michael Jordan as far as athletic-wise and the things he done on the basketball court and his look and the way he played the game? It was always Vince Carter to me. Yeah. Vince Carter always looked like Mike whenever he was playing the game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As far as watching them, how they did things, how athletic they were, how they would dunk, how they would shoot and everything. Vince was that closest comparison to me. Not that he was as good, but that he he kind of reminded you of Mike at times. Yeah, no, nah, that's why I say you still respect what he's doing now in his 40s. And, um, I love it. He, 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 he loved the game. Vince is one of my favorite players. Yeah, he, he loved the game, and you got nothing but respect for someone like that that still can play, and, and it looked like he might can go another year. <laughs> I said Mike, but uh, and I played. And I, played and I, I played a game in high school against him, and they told me to guard him, and I said, "You're out of your mind." You <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, there's no. <laughs> I said, nope. My claim to fame was making a three pointer or That man. was it. You like y'all better help me that, trap that this was, guy. Y'all better send a that trap. Was my claim to fame. Somebody, somebody set a screen. I come rolling off of it, and then Vince switched, and I was like, my exact words were, as soon as they throw you this ball, just shoot it. Don't even think about it, because Vince is going to be on you in two seconds. As soon as you come off, shoot it. <laughs> and as soon as I caught it, I turned, and all I saw was Vince getting ready to jump, and then I just fired it. <laughs> and I was, like, if it in, I was like, if this goes in, I'm going to say that Vince jumped at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I sniped my boy Vince, man. Mad respect. <laughs> I, I, shot, I shot it as fast as I could get it off, too. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Easy money sniper, man. Hey, you're having your, you're not having to be Kevin, too, so. <laughs> I, I was like, we broke named Carter. It's okay. There it is. Don't, don't be mad. It's like, don't be mad. All right. So, Antonio Brown was on the shop. I haven't watched the episode yet, but. There's been a lot of talk, you know. Of course, he's got Anthony Davis on the show too. So, uh, this this episode's probably got like a lot of fireworks on it. Right. So I'm I'm probably going to end up watching it here tomorrow and see what's all the hoopla about. But he has said a quote. He is at Ben Roethlisberger again. Said, "All your dude called me out like AB should have ran a better route." That's the type of guy he is. He feels like he's the owner, bro. You threw this. To the D lineman, how do, am I going to run a better route? You need to give me a better ball. 
And this is Antonio Brown on Ben Roethlisberger on the shop, LeBron James show. Your thoughts about his comment? He is still attacking Ben Roethlisberger, and uh, this is a duo that's been around for quite a bit. You thought they had this big synergy, but it all seemed to die out here. What 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 is what is what what is Antonio doing? What is AB doing to here? What is what is his motive? Well, AB wants out. AB's like, look, I'm going to say whatever I can. That way, I get out of here. AB, AB, basically, every time he does an interview or something like that, and does that, he's assuring himself that he's going to get traded. So he's like, good. If I keep doing this, I'm out of here. I'm going to get going. But he's right. <laughs> because you watch some of the game, you watch some of the game Roethlisberger's plays and stuff like that. You look at him and go, "What are you thinking about throwing the ball like that?" And AB, I've witnessed it firsthand. Has made some stupid catches <laughs> to where if it wasn't for him, that ball would go out of bounds or the ball would be incomplete. If it wasn't for you throwing the ball to AB, so I don't even want to hear all that, man. AB's completely right. We already know that Ben's a prima donna anyway. Yeah. And then if Ben don't get his way, he pops. We've seen it. So I can I completely agree with what AB's AB's saying. We we've seen it before. Ben is Ben is who he is, and he he's never going to change. He's going to be the prima donna. He literally thinks that he is the owner. Of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers because he's been there so long and everybody views him as a franchise. But uh, I've never seen I've never seen a fan base get more pissed at a quarterback than when Pittsburgh does when Ben starts playing. <laughs> they just start yelling at him for no apparent reason. <laughs> like they just give up on the guy. The guy didn't win a Super Bowl. So, but it just they they have some game where he throws three or four interceptions. And then he wants to blame it on other people running routes and stuff. No, stop throwing it to the team wearing the other jersey. Yeah. Maybe if you stop, yeah, people stop getting mad at you. But AB, AB, AB's totally in the right right there. That, it, that, that dude, it, he's been one of the best receivers, and you want to tell him to run routes, <laughs> run a better route and stuff like that? Man, dude, come on, get out of here. So the defense line that he did throw to was Shelby Harris of the Denver Broncos, and he – tweeted out and said and start laughing it's like well <laughs> well he he, he did he did it at the jaguar game too where he yeah. kept hitting defensive linemen and stuff like that because he had a terrible game against jacksonville this past year mm-hmm. but yeah. they they still ended up winning by the skin of their teeth at the end of the game but, but that's just because jacksonville winning prevent but like they always do but what he threw three picks to Jalen ramsey or two of them to Jalen and one to somebody else <laughs> So mm. I'm like, man, he, they know they know what's going on. Yeah. So I was like, he, he's right. I, I don't I don't blame AB for saying it. And I know AB I know why AB's doing it because he's like he's assuring himself that he'll get traded out of there. Well, I do expect a show. People with, don't like playing with Ben. People don't like playing with Ben. Yeah. No, it, it shows, and it, 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 it's more telling now how some of these relationships. You think, oh, man, they probably real cool off the field, but it's just a work nope. relationship. <laughs> Just a work relationship. Exactly. That's all it is, and um, there's some obviously Antonio friction Brown between them. Get paid? Yeah. I mean, why do you think the Bell wanted to get paid? Mm-hmm. Dude, he had to put up with some junk. <laughs> yeah. So, 
That's why I say. But I, like I said, I imagine a show with Antonio Brown, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Meek Mill. They have some fireworks, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I'm but a, anytime things only start yapping, I turn it. <laughs> so I uh, listen for everybody else. Like I didn't care for the last episode with Drake and everything on it, so that uh, one that one ended as soon as. As soon as Drake showed up, I was like, yeah, let me turn my TV off. <laughs> so, all right. Um, because we have enough material, I'm going to skip this Tristan Thompson topic and Chloe yeah, Kardashian. Okay. So, uh, on some good news, which is pretty cool, uh, props to Jaden Smith. Um, he is sending water to Flint. He is going to send a mobile water filtration system called the Water Box, and it will be to the deployed to Flint, Michigan, well, today. Um, so very, cool. very, very awesome of him to do that. Um, we already know his dad, you know, he's an awesome man. You know, he got, got some of that genie money. Yeah. Even, and, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> even though we know Jay Smooth is, is a little bit eccentric at sometimes, but, you know, he is a very good star for where we're not going to get very – political on this podcast, but, you know, government should be doing more of their input and then, and stuff like that. But it's good to hear that yeah. people and individuals like this is, is doing uh, things to, to help out society, especially when Flint yeah. has got lead in the water. Instead of, in, instead of walls, there should be water filters. That's <laughs> what I think. Just, just saying, huh? <laughs> yeah, All right. Just, just, I'm just saying. All right. So we're gonna go into filters are probably be cheaper than walls too, because I know them brands ain't much. Yeah, no, they're exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, you ready for this next topic? Then we'll go call it. What day. if you make a wall? What if you make a wall full of bottled water? <laughs> it's a start. It's a start, baby. There you go. All right, so I got I got a scenario that me and Ken want to discuss. Sorry, I had to do that. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't own the, the, the rights to. <laughs> I love how Kevin just threw that claimer out there. Yes, we do not own the rights to a tribe called Quest Scenario. So uh, don't sue us for the pennies that we don't have uh, a tribe called. All we know is Bo knows this. Bo knows that, but Bo don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, process- well, I'm amazed I still remember that part. <laughs> hey man, you apparently you're old head. <laughs> hey, no batteries, including the no strings attached. There it is. <laughs> All right. Yes. Or to that guy on Twitter, I'm an old head. Yes, apparently to the guy on Twitter, yeah. you're you're an old head. So. Um, thanks to my, my coworker, I guess he came with this topic. Um, Mr. Joaquin, thank you, sir. So the scenario is you're a high school teacher and you have a five-star recruit football player in your class. You're getting pressure from coaches, boosters, and other members of the faculty to pass this individual. Mr. Carter, how do you approach this situation? You do your job. Your job isn't to this is and this is the bad part about our society lately now. There's not much 
back in the day, even when you were in school. But now it's become a, if you're good at sports, we coddle you more and more and more and more and more. And that's not the way it should be. And, and as a teacher, as a teacher in a school, your mission, your job is to teach and is to make sure that these kids learn. So when they go on through life, even if they don't ever use the crap again, your job is to make sure that these students pass, pass the way they're supposed to, do their work, and make sure that they're going to be a valuable member of society later on. Because I know we don't use half the junk that we do in school, but school still teaches us a lot of things about responsibility, about showing up, about doing things at a certain manner of time, because you need those type of assets when you go out into the real world and afterwards. But we as a society, if you're good at sports, we seem to look the other way on a whole bunch of things. Exactly. But if I'm still a teacher and I know the moral compass of some teachers are, hey, you need to do your work, you need to make sure you do it, then I'll pass you. And if the teacher was accepting all this stuff from all these other people, I would have none of it, and I would still not pass the kid unless he done all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, my guess my buddy was telling me about a story of, of a five-star recruit that was getting crewed by Miami and Florida and Alabama, just all the top-tier schools that's around the uh, the, the Southeast. And, and um, you know, pretty, as uh, far as I heard, you know, she was a pretty lady, and, and you know, just... That had nothing to do with it, but um, she. I know you just like having this. She was pretty. Yeah, that's pretty what the guy was telling me the story, but I honestly didn't have anything to do with it. Um, the, the the fact of the matter is, she was getting pressure from boosters and stuff like that because this guy was um, slipping in the math class that they was taking. So uh, mm-hmm. because you know his GPA had to be a certain amount to play football, she didn't pass him, but. She was offering, you know, tutor sessions for him and stuff like that, and they weren't having it. Um, well, <clears throat> come to find out, they let her go, and which is terrible. Which is which if that's if that's the reason they let her go, and because that that that's just a terrible reason, and it goes along to what I was saying that we coddle our sports people. We do. Like if you're good at sports. We coddle you for some odd reason, and that just that just shouldn't be the way it is. Now, I knew I was telling you before we came on. Uh, there's a guy on Twitter who's a recruit for the University of Florida. His name is Dewan Black. Mm-hmm. He plays linebacker. He was a four-star linebacker, four-star linebacker, and he was being recruited by the Gators. He committed to the Gators early. Well, his junior year of school, he couldn't meet the grades that he would be able to get in school with. So he knew he couldn't give the grades and everything like that. But it was because of the school he was going to, the people he was hanging around with. So what did this kid do? Instead of instead of going and still playing football in his senior year and everything, he transferred schools so he could focus on his academics and not play football for his senior year so he, in turn, could go to school and go to the University of Florida. Wow. He signed this, he signed this national, he signed his letter of intent this, uh, this past signing day. So he's already going to school. He's, already, he's got his grades up. 
So now he is able to go in and attend Florida. But for every kid you've got that looks like that, you've got 17 more of them that think they're entitled and should be able to get what this guy was thinking that he was going to get from this teacher and would go on to be in school or would go on to pass and get it just basically handed to him just because he was good at football. But it's just, but for every one story we have like that, we have, well, for every like seven stories we have like that, we always got the one story of a guy actually going and doing it the right way. Right. And for the teacher never, if that was the reason the teacher had been fired, that, that that's ridiculous. Right. And in the way you add your story, it came out to a positive ending for it. This story is going to be playing ball in Florida. Right. This story, however, ends in tragedy because the kid ended up losing his life in the car wreck. So um, it just is so many scenarios to this that you hear about, you know, throughout the nation and whatnot about this. And it's it's these, like Kevin said, mentioned these kids getting coddled and and everything. And so when you go to high school, you're in a small pond and everybody knows who you are and everybody just you go around town. Big, big, big fish. Right. Then you realize you go to college and now you wrote all these other big fishes and stuff like that and you have to make a name for yourself some some do some don't and then now you get to the nfl and now you're just a decent player so now everything every step that you go up further everything's hitting you just like wow i'm really just a small fish in a in a, in a big pond and um mm-hmm. and the bad thing is if we treated if we looked at the high school kids that are beyond their talent and everything, if we looked at them as if, hey, if you keep moving up in levels, this is what's going to happen to you. If we treated them the way they're going to be treated later on, we wouldn't have this stuff happen because they wouldn't get coddled so much because they're not going to get coddled in college and they're not going to get coddled in the NFL. Yeah. So to all the kids that's listening or anybody that's parents that's got kids, just you know, let this be an example to you. Just hey, you know, and I'm, I'm not telling you how to tell you how to be discipline your kids, whatnot. But you know, it's the real world out here. You know, now Kevin is, you know, he he's more into the real world. He's been around more than I have, and myself, I know it's like you know, cool. I was in college. Oh, and thanks stuff for like calling that. me old, Cortez. Well, I didn't say thanks I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't say old. a. You did I didn't say a number. Come on. You basically <laughs> just call me old. But like I said, it's, it's just that. Um, you you had these moments I where, where, you, where I you, do not have to take these cues. <laughs> where you get hit and realize that you're you're in the real world and and um and uh some, when you when you graduate high school and go to college you you're just gonna realize man I'm in the real world and and you got to pay these bills you got to make ends meet so it's it's a grind out there you just gotta respect the grind until you get where you want to go and and uh, don't give up on, on on stuff like that so. That, but that that's the bad thing though. The high school kids and even if even if they show being good at a sport when they're younger, like we we coddle it and we go to the sports thing as the be all end all for some of these kids and it's just it's just bad that that we treat these kids this way just because they're good at playing something that involves a ball. Exactly. If we if 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 we would treat all kids as if we would treat them all as equals throughout however they grow up and everything, then we wouldn't be having some of the problems that we do with some of these kids. But that's that's just the way it is nowadays. Yep, I agree. All right. Well, anything else you want to add, man? I know we're almost at an hour. 
I know you got stuff to do. Because if I failed, I got kicked in the butt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so make sure you stay tuned for me and Kevin. Uh, We'll we'll definitely get more out here. I know we were trying to get one this this episode out a couple days earlier, but, you know, stuff came up, so we we got it out today. Um, So glad we got to knock it out. You can follow the podcast page at Balls Not Court. You can follow me at In The Mind of CP. Kevin C. 24-15. You go to our Facebook page and type in Balls Not Court Podcast. Give us a like, shout, comment there. Uh, you can also go to Podomatic. Just type in intheminecp.podomatic.com. We're on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Play, Anchor. Hey, we're on Spotify now and many other Yay. sites as well. I know. Yay! So, uh, plus, Sky's Limits, Radio Sports Talk. You can check out this podcast, many of wonderful content at stlrmedia.com. Now the app in your mobile app store. So we're almost sad. Huh. Yeah, we're almost at an hour. So all right. Well, Kevin, and as you got I know you got a busy, busy, busy day with family, so No, we are good. We uh, got everybody up here, so we're gonna go do a little little party. So Awesome man. Should well, be hey, fun. Should be fun here. You know, I'm gonna go back to sleep. <laughs> then I upload this podcast, so eventually y'all get it uh, when I take a little quick nap. But nonetheless, hey, we got to knock it out. So, hey, no days off. I, I sit there and say that. But... Yeah, well, he, he, he takes a lot of days off. Don't leave mm-hmm. Yes. He, 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 needs to, uh, he needs to do that one thing that he said we were going to be doing, but he ain't even looked into yet. So Yeah, I'm, 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 we'll talk about that there. But uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Carter, Cortez, Paul, Baldwin, Court Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon.